Hello, this is Gurmeher from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 27th of December. The Allahabad High Court has ordered the State Election Commission in Uttar Pradesh to announce the urban local body elections without the OBC quota. The order came after petitions alleging that the Yogi Adityanath government was reserving seats in municipalities with full violation of the Supreme Court's mandate in Suresh Mahajan versus the state of Madhya Pradesh. The court determined that the state government's notifications did not meet the triple test formality established by the Supreme Court. A bench of justices, the Vendra Kumar Upadhyay and Saurabh Lavanya, stated that such a quota cannot be allowed unless the triple test specified by the Supreme Court is met. Meanwhile, the Samajwadi Party used the order to hit out at the BJP government in UP. It claimed that the governing party came up with flawed provisions because it intended to snatch the rights of backwards and Dalits. The state has been directed to consider the claim of transgenders for their inclusion among the backward class of citizens once a dedicated commission is established to conduct an empirical study on the nature and implications of backwardness. A border security force trooper was beaten to death in Gujarat after he objected to an obscene video of his daughter recorded by a 15-year-old boy. Meljibai Vagela, the deceased, was a constable with the BSF 56 Battalion. Police are probing the incident in Khera in Gujarat. The 15-year-old went to the same school as Vagela's daughter and had posted the video online. On December 24th, Vagela reportedly visited the boy's house to object to the video and was allegedly attacked by his family. Vagela's son was also injured in the incident. Police have taken all the suspects into custody. They have been booked under the Indian Penal Code Sections 302, Murder, 307, Attempt to Murder, 322, Voluntary Causing Grievous Hurt, 504, Intentional Insult with Intent to Provoke Breach of the Peace, 143, Unlawful Assembly, 147, Rioting, and 149, Unlawful Assembly with Comment Intent to Commit Offence. The FIA was filed after a complaint by Vagela's wife. The 15-year-old was not present on the spot when the assault took place. Vagela's son, meanwhile, is receiving treatment for his injuries. Listeners, have you encountered multiple think pieces articulating varying degrees of hate for Mahatma Gandhi while witnessing a growing sense of rehabilitation for Naturam Godse, his killer? In a sensitive yet powerful profile, our reporter Basant Kumar interviews an ex-convict who went from being a sympathizer of Godse to being a fan of Gandhi during his time in jail. To know more, read Basant Kumar's report. It is titled, How Gandhi Helped an Ex-Convict Turn His Life Around. News Laundry can bring you such reports and raise difficult questions only because you've got our back. Get our merchandise for yourself and say you're a proud member of a community that helps keep independent media alive. Or give these to friends and family and spread the word about free, accurate and independent news. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. On Tuesday morning, a dense layer of fog enveloped Delhi and neighbouring areas, lowering visibility to 50 metres in parts of the nation's capital, according to PTI. At 5.6 degrees Celsius, the capital was colder than hill station Nenital, which reported a temperature of 7 degrees Celsius. Due to weak winds and abundant moisture in the lower troposphere, dense fog is predicted to linger across Uttarakhand, Punjab, Haryana, Chandigarh and Delhi, and West Rajasthan over the next 48 hours. Meanwhile, the weather conditions continue to affect thousands of train passengers across North India. 
350 trains were cancelled while 283 were delayed on Tuesday, according to the railways. While landings and takeoff continue, the low visibility may affect certain flight operations. Authorities encourage travellers to contact their service providers for flight schedule updates. The maximum temperature in Delhi has plummeted 10 degrees below average as a severe cold wave has engulfed North India. The weather forecast predicts that extreme cold will persist for the next few days. A severe cold wave occurs when the lowest temperature falls below 2 degrees Celsius or the variation from the average temperature reaches 6.4 degrees Celsius. The Meteorological Bureau predicts that temperatures will climb starting Wednesday due to a western disturbance that will diminish fog and allow more sunshine to reach the surface. Hospitals across India carried out a COVID readiness drill today to assess their preparedness to tackle a potential spike in COVID cases. This comes after a global surge in COVID-19 cases. The drill was aimed at checking hospital infrastructure, accessibility of medical institutions in all districts, and the human resource capacities in terms of professionals skilled in operating medical oxygen plants and managing ventilators. Meanwhile, Union Health Minister Mansukh Mandavia visited Saftarjung Hospital to review the drill. He said that COVID infections are growing globally and institutions must be prepared to face any emergency. Amid such preparations, the Delhi government had earlier ordered government school teachers to be present at the Indira Gandhi International Airport to ensure compliance of COVID protocols during their winter vacation. However, that order has now been revoked. Authorities in several states are now making masks mandatory. In Karnataka, they have been made compulsory at schools, universities and other locations where large crowds are expected to gather for New Year celebrations. The Union Health Ministry reported 157 new COVID-19 cases on Tuesday, taking the number of active cases to 3,421. Meanwhile, co-vaccine manufacturer Bharat Biotech has announced that its new intranasal vaccine will be available at private hospitals for Rs 800, besides tax and hospital charges. It said that the vaccine will be supplied to central and state governments for Rs 325. At the Interbank Foreign Exchange, the rupee started off weak versus the dollar at 82.71 rupees, then declined further to 82.74, losing 9 paise from its previous finish. The rupee had gained 17 paise to settle at 82.65 versus the US dollar in the previous session on Monday. The decline is linked to increased crude prices that are unsettling investor confidence and foreign fund withdrawals that are further enhancing the trend, PTI reported. According to exchange statistics, foreign institutional investors sold shares worth Rs 497.65 crores on Monday, making them net sellers in the capital markets. China will eliminate quarantine restrictions for overseas visitors beginning on January 8, marking a significant step towards reopening its borders, which have been closed for almost three years. China's National Health Commission said late Monday that just a negative COVID test result acquired within 48 hours of departure would be needed for incoming visitors. They are currently subject to a five-day hotel quarantine and a three-day self-isolation period at home. According to the announcement, restrictions on the number of foreign flights and airline passenger capacity would also be lifted. Since March 2020, China has locked its border to prevent the spread of virus, isolating itself globally even as the rest of the world has reopened and moved on from the epidemic. However, this comes as China battles with rapid spread of the virus following the removals of prohibitions. According to reports, hospitals are overcrowded and elderly patients are dying. 
officials have ceased disclosing COVID statistics, so the exact toll, daily case counts and fatalities, is now unclear. Last week, Beijing recorded over 4,000 new COVID infections daily with few fatalities. The majority of foreigners are prohibited from entering China, except for a few business or family trips. The NHC stated that it would optimize arrangements for foreigners to visit China for employment, business, study, or family-related purposes and simplify visa applications. The relaxing of borders is part of a larger effort by China to remove the remnants of long-held zero-COVID policy, which was unexpectedly abandoned at the beginning of this month in response to widespread protests over its severe social and economic impact. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 